Hello guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Welcome to Identity. My mission is to talk with guests from all walks of life about their identity and let their experiences serve as a guidance for others. I would like to note that this podcast is meant to help those listening find themselves and that you shouldn't rely on this podcast to tell you who you are. Only you can tell who you are. Today's guest is my boyfriend, Alex, and I will be asking him several questions about his identity. Thanks for coming, Alex. How are you today? I'm actually doing pretty good so far. All right, we're going to get started with some questions here. So, how do you identify yourself? Like, pronouns? Like, in all the different ways. Like, sexuality, gender identity, such as that. Well, my gender identity is he, him. Even, like, me being transgender, it's just he, him. And then my sexuality is pansexual. Well, pan-romantic, asexual, meaning I'm pansexual, but I only have romantic attraction to certain, like, to people. But I'm also asexual, which means I don't feel sexual attraction to people. But that doesn't mean that every asexual person is going to be like me. There's, like, different levels. I'm the one that doesn't, like, feels uncomfortable with anything that's, like, past hugging or kissing or cuddling. Right, right. And another thing is that this podcast is also meant to help those that wish to understand but don't. And being where we are, that's a really that's a really good help, I feel. So thank you for explaining everything and like kind of defining things so other people can understand. So um next question. What was a childhood indicator of your current identity? Well, when I was younger, I didn't really like dresses. They felt uncomfortable. They made me uncomfortable. And I didn't like how I was looked at. Like, it was like more of like an, like people try to push like how I should be onto me. And it just wasn't who I was. And my mom was like that at first too, but then she changed it up and let me be who I was, which as you can see, well, other people can't, but you can see that <laughs> I am very comfortable how I am right now. Yes, I can see that. And I I get where you're coming from, but I mean, I'm not transgender myself, but I do identify as gender non-conforming because I I hated like I, I still do. I hate I hate the societal norms for women and I just I don't like dresses, not really. I mean I'll only wear certain dresses if that makes any sense. I don't if I see myself in a dress I don't like I don't know, find suitable, I guess. I just start crying. And like it's the same reason why I don't wear um bras with an underwire because I don't like how it makes me look and feel. Yeah. Uh I don't shave either. I hope no one has a problem with that. <laughs> I mean, I don't, so. Well, of course you don't. Um, well, I mean, I, you know, uh, well, guys can shave. I do. I don't like how, like, the hair feels when, like, I rub my legs rub together. It just feels weird and awkward, so I shave them. Mm, I've never had that problem. <laughs> I have. I don't know why. Uh. Anyway, uh, next question. Uh, were there any moments in your life that helped you to realize your identity? Well, when I grew 
grew up, my mom didn't really explain to me like what the LGBTQ like community was or like explain anything about it. So I was just kind of stuck in the dark, not knowing why I felt this way until like I've like, until I've seen and watched people like other transgender people explain it and like done my own research to actually find out that, hey, this suits me and it makes me feel comfortable. So I went with it and I'm as comfortable as I can be. That's good. That's good. And um, I think that it more people should be educated on that because like to help find ourselves in the past, like it's it's typical that it, you don't learn it in school. You learn it from a friend or like on the Internet or somewhere like that. And and I'm. I'm honestly really glad that we have new, like, say, uh, like the Disney Channel show, The Owl House. I'm so glad that we have more shows like that now because it can help other children find themselves and, like, know that, hey, being gay is okay. I mean, it might not be okay in some family situations, but, um, you know, I mean, it in general, I mean, it's just, it's not terrible. Yeah. Um, were there any scenes in books or movies, TV shows that helped you to realize your identity? Now that I think about it, not really because in books and like, in like books, there's like not a lot of interpretation into the LGBTQ family unless you're actually looking for it. That makes sense. And I couldn't really get any of that, like, in schools or something. And I have never went to an actual community library, so I've never actually been able to do that. But then when I downloaded Wattpad and actually began looking, like, from there, I was able to find, like, books to read. And, like, it helped. That's good. That's good. I mean, you know, it was just like I was saying, we need more, like... We need more things like that to, to help and like things that can just like bring it up in a casual way. And, you know, I'm, I'm all about some representation in the community in different kinds of media, but there's a right and a wrong way to do it. You know, you can be stereotypical about it or you can just make it casual, you know, like like we want it to be because yeah. it's really not a big deal. <laughs> Um, so being transgender, asexual, panromantic, what pet peeves do you have? Um, I'd say the big, like one of my biggest pet peeves is when someone who knows my pronouns and like how I identify just like completely disregards that. And continuously just like does not care about how I feel about how they like misgender me or use the wrong pronouns or if like or like with my asexualness how someone could just like come up to me and be like oh you'll find the right person or something along the lines of that and I'm just like I have found a good person but that's still not gonna mean anything I'm still asexual either way right right and like the thing about pronouns is just like I I know you don't care that and when people like just slip up yeah like and then they immediately correct like, themselves that's not a problem 
Like if they slip up because I'm, I know that they're trying. It's just when it's like repeatedly and when I ask them to like, hey, can you like, please not do that. And then they just like go off and do it again. Blatantly with like out of care in the world. It's like, wow, this person really does not care if they hurt my feelings or not. That that's just it's not right. And I just don't see what the problem is with that. If if you want to be called hey, then it's it's just not that hard to try, at least. I mean, and you don't you like you said, you don't get mad if they're trying. And yeah. Uh coming off of that, is there anything else you might have like struggled with because of your identity? Yes, I've struggled with, like, like how people, like, romanticize stuff. Like, I can barely find anything that's, like, not romanticized in, like, a certain way. Like, I see things as, like, platonic and romantic, but, like, not sexually romantic. And it's really hard to find those two without, like, the sexual stuff because apparently America's really sexual regardless in like movies, books, it's just there and it's just not something that makes me comfortable. Right, right. Um, yeah, there, there is a lot of, there, there's lots of stuff like that in like American culture and I don't know, I guess you're more of a peachy kind of person. <laughs> Uh, if I may ask, uh, did you struggle with coming out? Yes, I did, actually. Like, even though my mom's, like, really accepting and stuff about who I am, like, I still struggled with the thoughts of what happens if she doesn't accept me? Will I be kicked out if she doesn't accept me? Will she even let me be who I am? But... When I actually came out, I came out first to my, my, my younger sibling, Caitlin, and they helped me a lot. Like, they helped build my confidence to tell my mom, and my mom even helped me pick out my names. That's, that's really good, and I, I understand that it... The struggle is different depending on who it is because I came out to my older sister first and that wasn't hard at all. And then, you know, you and my, my friends, that, that wasn't hard either. It was a little harder for my mom. It was way harder for my dad and, well, my grandma, it was just probably the hardest. But, you know, uh, it's hard for them because they're so like traditional that they don't even want to think that I'm bisexual, you know? And um, <sighs> before we go here, is there anything you would like to say to our listeners, something encouraging or something to give them hope? Yeah. No matter what anyone says to you, always know that who you choose to be is who you choose to be. And don't let them discourage you or don't let them, like, bring you down just because they don't want to, like, help you. 
Like if if they're not the kind of person that will help you and like be there for you going through like either your tradition, like your transition or like figuring out who you are, then they're not a person that you want in your life. Very wise and inspirational. <laughs> all right. That's all the questions I have. Thank you for your time, Alex. And thank you for listening to Identity. Look forward to the next episode and be sure to share, like, and subscribe.